everyone. Welcome to episode 29 of the For the Love of the Game podcast. This is Paige. We have Mackenzie here as always. Yes, honeys. Oh, my Lanta regional weekend is over. On to the supers we go. Um, if you guys were keeping track, lots of one, um, one seeds moved on. But I will say not without a fight from all the other teams. And we do have some twos and threes um, that are continuing as well. So we're going to go over all the regional stuff and then talk about who's hosting supers. Yeah. Lots of one seeds moving on, lots of weather delays, and lots of nine inning rallies or ninth inning rallies. Literally. And just heart attacks. Like it's like the whole weekend. Oh, my Atlanta. I've decided I don't like regionals anymore after Uh yesterday, so it's cool. Um, I'll start us (laughs) off with the Tennessee Regional. They were our number one seed on Friday night. Actually, all the national seeds that played on Friday won, so that was kind of cool. There was some drama in the media with the first Tennessee game. Their catcher was not able to play in the first game, and people in the media tried to make this whole big frenzy out of it. They tried to say he was caught using PEDs and steroids and all this stuff, it absolutely is not true. And I just thought, like, I can't believe people are saying this about a college yeah. student. Um, I, I can't believe it's being out and it's being reported as if it was a fact. Um, definitely was not true. He returned for the rest of the regional and was fine and able to play. And uh, Tony Vitello addressed it immediately after the game. But there was some drama there. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty much all the drama In that regional, Campbell had some impressive wins in it, but Tennessee easily breezed through their regional, and they beat Georgia Tech in the finale 9-6. Yes, not surprised about that one. Tennessee's just killing it. Mm -hmm. Um, On to our Stanford regional, though. Uh, Stanford hosted, obviously, Texas State, UC Santa Barbara, and I can't even remember the third, but whatever. Oh, Bingham 10. Well, there we go. Um, anyways, Texas State sent Stanford to the loser's bracket, actually, after beating them 5-2 to two on Saturday. So Stanford had to play UCSB. Stanford beat them, though, Sunday in the early game to then face Texas Tech or Texas Tech, Texas State on Sunday night. So going into this, Texas State was actually 2-0. and um, So Sunday night, though, Stanford did take that game 8-4. to So then at this point... You know, they're tied up in, in losses. Um, they go to Monday. Sorry, I should just, like, get this over with. It's like, I just don't want to say it. I feel bad. Paige's heart is it's broken. broken. My heart is broken. It's okay. I cried yesterday during the game. I'm over it now. It's okay. It's okay. We're morning. It's okay. Okay. Well, so anyways, Texas State started Tristan Stivers, um, a reliever for Texas State. Uh, he had a career high of nine strikeouts. Um, Drew Dowd came in to pitch two and one thirds inning for Stanford after throwing the day before risky move for Stanford, but there's got, there's risky moves all throughout this weekend because in these situations you got to win or you're done. So makes sense that they did that. Um, the game was pretty much one, one the whole way through until Texas state scored two runs in the top of the ninth. So it's like, Oh my gosh, you're so excited. Top of the ninth. We're going to win this game. Put them up three to one. Well, Stanford, unfortunately, answered back with back-to-back mother-effing home runs to walk off 
and win. So kind of unfortunate. I mean, obviously, Stanford, Pac-12, we're not, like, hating Stanford. But in this situation, you guys all know, Texas State, Paige loves them. And I honestly, I've been rallying behind them, too. They had a really great season. So it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. It was unfortunate. But definitely a historic season for Texas State. I'm focusing on, like, moving forward and hoping that it just puts them on the board more as a program. Um, so that they can be successful. It was the first time ever even making it this far in a regional. So that's a success on its own. And it's very sad because I know so many of those players were seniors and it will either be their last game or at least their last college game. So very sad, very bittersweet. Um, I also have decided that I'm not a Stanford fan moving on forward for the rest (laughs) of the postseason. Forever. No more Stanford. Love to hear it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Tell me about what happened in Corvallis. Oh, you were there. Oh, yeah. Next up, I was like, oh, Paige is turned. No, no, no. Oregon mm-hmm. State is next. So, yes, the Beavs hosted New Mexico State, San Diego, and Vandy this weekend. Super fun weekend. Beavs won their first game Friday against New Mexico State. Very dominant performance, though, for Mieja on New Mexico State. So, yeah, good for him. Good. The Beavs, yeah, the Beavs won 5-4. to four. So, even though, I'll just say it, the Beavs pulled out won their regional, but not easily, okay? <laughs> so they won 5-4. to four. Vandy actually lost their first game to San Diego, so they went to the loser's bracket, and the Beavs played San Diego the next day on Saturday. Um, oh, we don't have that score in there, but it was a close game, too. I think it was like 5-6. to six, I don't know. But we beat San Diego, um, and then Vandy, though, they, they won um, their game against San Diego, Basically, to then face us on Sunday. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> the Beavs did not come out too hot. They lost that game 8-1. to one, And let me tell you, it was like they looked terrible. the worst game to sit through. They looked like they just had nothing going. And, like, to be honest, it sucks too because, like, the fans could obviously feel that. And mm-hmm. it just, the excitement, it wasn't there. I'm not going to lie. I even left a little bit early because it was a Sunday night. I was like, I'm going home. There's no way they're even going to rally and, like, come back. So, yeah. unfortunately, so then we went to Monday. Oh, my Lanta. It's, like, close game again. The Beavs did win, though. So, on Monday, we started out with a moonshot solo home run from Justin Boyd. Looked fabulous. Looked super pretty to start the ball game. In the first inning, Jaron Hunter was dealing for the Beavs also through three and one-thirds inning until he gave up a solid two-run home run. Kyle Donetti was two for 12 in the regional until Monday. Monday afternoon, he came in clutch for the Beavs with two big hits, a single to tie OSU in the fourth, and then another single to Gavin Logan and um, Jake Ducart in the fifth. Melton also homered to left center field in the bottom of the fifth, scoring Garrett Forrester as well. Much needed for him. He's basically been stagnant. The whole regionals really didn't do mm-hmm. too much. Um, so eventually, though, the Beavs, they held on barely, and they won 7-6, to six, Mylanta. I will say I was really impressed, though, with um, the back end of the Beavs batting order. I think, I mean, because like we said, Jacob Melton wasn't hitting. Just a lot of key people. Meckler wasn't, or I mean, he had some in games. But basically, I was proud. Jake Ducart being one of them, too. Just he's going off. I love to see it. So, yeah. The Bees pulled through, and they will be hosting a Super. Thank goodness. Amazing. Yeah. 
Amazing. <laughs> All right. Our number four seed was Virginia Tech in their regional. They uh, beat, well, they had Gonzaga in their regional, so a West Coast team. Gonzaga didn't look great in this regional. Their only win was over the four seed Wright State, so not super fantastic for Wright State or Gonzaga. Virginia Tech ended up facing Columbia in the regional finale, and they won 7-2, to two, breezed through their regional also, and so they will be hosting Supers. Let's so not, not much exciting in that one, actually, no. to be honest. Not at all. But the Texas A&M regional was pretty exciting. There was some in-state action going on. They really they went gigging some frogs. So <laughs> TCU... <laughs> If you want to know where Gagum comes from, TCU worked their way through the loser's bracket to face Texas A&M on Sunday night. The TCU coach wasn't present for the first game, actually, of that Super Regional. We talked about that last week, um, that he had been in a little ejection situation in the Big 12 tournament. So he was not present for the first game of regionals. Um, and then also some drama with that, A&M's coach is the former TCU coach. So it's just fun little things going on yeah but Sunday night the Frogs and Aggies had a crazy back and forth game going into the ninth inning Texas A&M was down eight to nine Troy Clanch, Oregon State alum uh drove in the time run to make it nine to nine in the top of the ninth so another one of those like ninth inning rallies that was happening this weekend yeah. the Aggies added on six more runs after that and TCU just could not pull through AM won 15 2 9, and they are going to be hosting a super regional. Jack Moss from AM was named the regional MVP in that one. So, really exciting for Texas AM. We've talked about how, well, we've talked about them all year long, but yeah. like they were <laughs> last or second to last in the SEC last year, and now they're hosting a super, and I just think it's so exciting. I know. They did really well. They pulled through in their regional. And I will say, too, a, a lot of these games are close and gave us heart attacks, but I will mm -hmm. say at least they were good competitive games. Like, these teams, nobody was really safe in this situation except for Tennessee. I just don't think that they can be beat. Um, But, so Miami, another one seed. They actually went down. Um, They didn't pull through out of their regional. So, first off, though, it was postponed today because of the tropical storm. Love to see it. Um, Miami lost both games to Ole Miss and Arizona. Um, after winning, they did win their first one over Canisius 11-6, but they just couldn't pull through, I guess, against Ole Miss or Arizona. I mean, two really great teams. So, Ole Miss and Arizona played on Monday. The two teams played earlier in the regional as well, and Ole Miss had won that game 7-4. Um, on Monday, though, the two teams faced again. They were interrupted, of course, again by the weather. Love to see it. But Ole Miss really handled um, the game, handed it to AZ. They took the finale 22 to 6, which is my Lanta insane. <laughs> How unfortunate for Arizona. My word. So, yeah, they really ran away with it when they scored the five runs in the fifth inning and eight runs in the freaking six, my Lanta. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ole Miss really took that one and ran with it. I mean, dude. Yeah, it'll be exciting to see them in. They were a, they were ranked number one in the nation for a quick minute earlier this year, as we know. Like, it is fun to see them in a yeah. super regional. Definitely. Yeah, it's so all the weird, teams though. that have been ranked number one this year mm -hmm. are in super regionals. That's awesome. True. Very so true. cool. So cool. 
Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on to Stillwater. The drama. Um, <laughs> in this one, we had Grand Canyon and we had Arkansas, Missouri State, and of course, Oklahoma State. It was a little crazy one. Grand Canyon was the first team to be eliminated from the regional. Wah, wah, wah. Didn't really expect that. Kind of thought it would have been Missouri State. But nope, Grand Canyon was out of there. Um, Oklahoma State uh, played Arkansas, and they got sent down to the loser's bracket. They lost to Arkansas in a late little comeback from the Razorbacks. Oklahoma State then had to play Missouri State, and we're down by 12 to Missouri State, the four seed. Wow. But they ended up coming back and winning 29-15, to 15, an actual football score, to stay alive in their wow. regional. Yeah. That is actually insane. And good for them, though, for being able to, like, come back. Because, I don't know, games like that, I'm like, this, sorry, this is over. <laughs> this yeah. is happening. Yeah. Yeah. So, good for them. Mm -hmm. Then Oklahoma State had to um, play Arkansas again. So, Arkansas, you know, unbeaten at this point in the regional. Oklahoma State, like, looking to stay alive in their regional. It was a really close game throughout the whole thing. And definitely stressful for Oklahoma State fans because – you know, it was an elimination game, and you're at home, and it's just all the tensions are. We've all been there, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just yes. <laughs> yeah. So going into the bottom of the ninth, Oklahoma State was up 10-8, to eight, but Arkansas was able to drive in two runs to tie the game and force extras. Oklahoma State scored four runs in the 10th inning and won 14-10 to then force a game on Monday. So the stress, it just continues. It doesn't stop. No. No, no. The drama lives on. So Monday, Oklahoma State and Arkansas played again in the winner-take-all game. It looked like Oklahoma State – well, Oklahoma State got down. It looked like they were threatening a comeback with the bases loaded. They were down 5-3 to three in the eighth. But they just couldn't score the runners. Arkansas added on two more runs later to get up 7-3. to three, And Arkansas took the Stillwater Regional. So, wow. take suey. Moving on. Isn't that crazy? <clears throat> I mean, not crazy. I mean, Arkansas is a great team. It's Arkansas, right? It's Arkansas. I if it was know. anyone other than Arkansas, I would have been like, what? But yeah. it was Arkansas. I really Arkansas. wanted Oklahoma State to pull through, but Me good too. for Arkansas. Good for them. Um, then we go to East Carolina Regional, um, <clears throat> where East Carolina hosted Coppin State. That's Coppin, right? It's not Copen. Yeah. I think okay. it's Coppin. Coppin State, um, Coastal Carolina, and Virginia. Um, mm -hmm. So on Sunday, East Carolina played Coastal Carolina in an elimination game for Coastal. Coastal won that game 9-1, to though, to force another game on Monday. So on Monday, East Carolina, Coastal Carolina faced again in a winner-take-all game. Big game, not only for these two teams, but for Texas as well. Um, with the East Carolina win, Texas would be playing East Carolina, which we're going to get to. That is what's going to happen. So, and then um, a Coastal... <clears throat> Coastal Carolina got up early, four to zero. They added on two more runs in the fourth to make it four to two. Oh wait, <laughs> I'm literally getting confused with my own. Okay, East Carolina, I'm sorry, got up early, four to zero. Then Coastal <laughs> added two more runs. My Lanta, we're gonna get it. It's so, cool. anyways, four to two, our favorite score. Uh, East Carolina really. <laughs> Uh, just started to run away with the game, though. In the seventh inning, they added eight runs, and Eastern Carolina took the game 13-4. to So they are advancing, and they will be playing Texas, which is next. 
Yeah, I was kind of sad because I kind of wanted Coastal to pull through because then Texas would have gotten to host the regional. Because they're exactly like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, Coastal, take this one. Regionals in Austin is fun times, but no regionals in Austin. However, like I just gave away, Texas did win their regional. They faced Air Force in game one on Friday. Then what goes around comes around. They faced Air Force, the four seed, uh, <clears throat> in the finale. Air Force didn't get on the scoreboard actually until the bottom of the ninth. Uh, they scored their first and only run. So Texas won that one pretty easy, 10 to 1. Texas had a pretty easy time in their regional. Yeah. I will say it was sweet the end of that game all the mm -hmm. ut fans were chanting usa and you could just tell there's such mutual respect between the two programs yeah. and it was pretty cool and then they all like it was both teams got it was just a very touching moment especially as we see things happening in our country and not mm -hmm. being united like not feeling very united in the country right now it's a very sweet moment to see stuff Absolutely. like that and it really shows you how people can unite over sports no matter what exactly going on Exactly. I saw that. So it was very sweet. Um, next up, we have North Carolina. <clears throat> so UNC won their first game against Hofstra, who was in and out of the tournament. North Carolina did lose their second game, though, to VCU 3-4, to four, so a close one. They then beat Georgia, though, 5-6 to six on Sunday. So uh, Sunday night, Tar Heels faced VCU again, got some revenge, good for them, and beat them 19-8. to eight. So that means we got more baseball on Monday, winner-take-all game. North Carolina got up on VCU early, and <clears throat> we're already up 5-1 to one in the third. And they ended up winning 7-3. to three. So, good for them. Yeah, I feel like there were so many Monday games this year. There's so always many. a couple, but I felt there was like 11 Monday games. I was like, there's so many. That's what I'm saying. I feel like, yes, there's always a possibility of Monday, but usually, yeah, there's not that many Monday games. Especially mm -hmm. the Beavs are not usually on Monday, at least what I've seen. So it was all, it was a little off this year, but yeah, teams being competitive. Love to see it. Yeah. yeah. I do have a very vivid memory of the Beavs playing on a Monday and uh -huh. us getting eliminated. I don't remember who to. Uh, it might have been the year we played. Irvine, maybe, I don't remember. And me just like bawling and bawling and like <laughs> bawling. I'm not gonna lie. I thought that I was like over that phase of crying over baseball. I thought, I thought. I literally was crying yesterday with the beads on my Lanta. It was just so like back and forth. And then when they won, I was like, oh thank you, God. That's why I had maybe one too many margaritas, so celebrating, but whatever. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> no, I mean <laughs> I cried during the Texas State game. It's just, it's hard not to be romantic about baseball. It's hard, okay? We just love them. Just it love is. Them. Oh, gosh. All right. <laughs> Moving on to 11, Southern Mississippi. Their regional was something. Some more in-state games happening. LSU and Southern Miss faced each other in the regional final on Sunday. If LSU got the win, it would send Southern Miss home. Southern Miss battled back and beat LSU 8-4 to to play another day. Another Monday game. On Monday, LSU and Southern Miss faced off, and Southern Miss won in a very close game, 8-7. to seven, An exciting win for Southern Miss over, obviously, a very competitive SEC team in LSU and some Mississippi schools. So, yeah. Drama. No, drama. seriously. I'm, <clears throat> I'm excited to see what Southern Mississippi does throughout 
the rest of this through supers if they mm-hmm. make it to Omaha. Because they're kind of a team, I'm not going to lie. I've just kind of been like, why the hell are they in? Why are they <laughs> yeah. up here? I don't know. But, yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm excited to watch them. Louisville hosted Oregon. The Ducks, they also hosted Michigan. And I probably shouldn't say that when I don't know the third team that they hosted. Um was the host page? Oh, no, SEMO. No. That's why. S-E-M-O. I don't even... I'm so sorry to that school, but they did... Southeastern so. Missouri. Okay, Southeastern Missouri. SEMO. I like SEMO. SEMO. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, Oregon did look very competitive. I'm very happy for them. Um, which Paige says is surprising. I say whatever, go duck. Um, but they were actually eliminated on Sunday after losing to Louisville eight to five. So unfortunate for them. So Louisville then played an unbeaten Michigan team and literally demolished them twenty to one. So on Monday, Louisville and Michigan played one more time. Um, it was also interrupted by a weather delay. No <laughs> surprise. So going into the delay, Louisville led 7-4. to four. Coming back, though, Michigan actually tied it up, seemed to have the energy on their side, but unfortunately they just couldn't pull through. So Louisville actually took that game 11-9 to nine and is headed to College Station. So that'll be exciting. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Good times. Good I'm excited times. to see Louisville and College Station. I want to go. Me too. I'm going. I'm going yeah, to College Station. Yeah, you're lucky. You get to actually go. Exactly. Yeah. As Love long it. as tickets. As long as there's tickets. As long yeah. As sure, sure. There are tickets. Uh, all right. Florida Regional. A lot of people thought the Gainesville Regional was potentially the hardest regional. I say no. Florida opened <laughs> up their regional against Central Michigan, and they won 7-3. to three. They lost their second game of the regional to Oklahoma. A very hot, like we said, a very hot Oklahoma team. They started off, yes. meh, they've been hot. They won the Big 12 tournament. Things are happening yeah. for Oklahoma. Um, so Florida lost to Oklahoma. That put them in the loser's bracket. They had to play Central Michigan again. They won again, 6-5. to five. Florida then got another chance to face Oklahoma, and they were able to beat them. Seven to two. That was Sunday night. So we had another Monday game. And then on Monday, Florida and Oklahoma faced each other again in a winner go home um, game for both teams, obviously. Florida was up two to one going into the seventh when they were hit with another weather delay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we love it. <laughs> But sometimes weather delays, they can just be really great for the team that's down. Because you come back, you're refreshed, and you're like, no, F this, we're taking it. And that's what Oklahoma did. They ended up coming back and winning 5-4, to and they are going to Supers. Love to see it. Next up, Auburn, which Auburn is a team I feel like that's kind of been slept on. They obviously were in our top 25 Throughout the season, but, like, never really jumped into the top ten. I don't think so. Maybe they did at one point. Um, But they crushed it this weekend. Uh, Their regional was a fun one. Very competitive. Southeastern. Louisiana struggled, though. Um, UCLA, Florida State, and Auburn, though, they all looked really great. And they were very competitive with each other. So, UCLA and Florida State played in a very close elimination game on Sunday. UCLA won that game 2-1, to one. so then UCLA moved on to play Auburn Sunday night. There was a weather delay in this mm-hmm. game that postponed the game actually till Monday. 
so going into the to the delay, Auburn was up on UCLA nine to zero in the sixth inning. Coming back from the delay, UCLA regained some momentum. UCLA got four runs on the board, good for them, but it just was not enough. So Auburn ended up taking the regional final eleven to four, which I'm pretty excited about. To be honest, this is who obviously the yeah. Bees are gonna face. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to play UCLA again. I mean, I no. actually think I think the Beavs are better than them, truly. But I mean, they could not get the job done against them. Like we do not match up well against UCLA. So I'm excited for the Beavs to play Auburn, not UCLA. It'll be a fun super to watch. So yeah, I think it's definitely good for the Beavs to be playing yeah. Auburn. And SEC baseball is so much different than Pac-12 baseball. And so Absolutely. having that different, I hope it'll be better for the Beavs. See, that's what I'm excited for, too, because I have faith in them. I know that they're a great team, especially, like, they're regrouping. They're, they're all, you know, they're getting in it. So I am excited to see them play a team like Auburn because, yeah, it's, it's different. It's way different than the Pac-12. So, mm-hmm. All very exciting. Then we have Maryland, who hosted. Um, they actually found themselves in the loser's bracket in their regional. So Sunday night, Maryland faced UConn in an elimination game. For Maryland, um, not even UConn, Maryland, which is cray-cray, um, the game was super exciting but also stressful for the Maryland fans. Maryland won the game in the 11th inning off of a walk-off to stay alive and play Monday. So Monday, UConn and Maryland played again. Maryland scored a run in the first, but UConn answered right back with six freaking runs. That just sucks because you have the momentum mm-hmm. like, ooh, we scored first. Nope, here's six mm-hmm. more from us. So bottom of the first, they were down one to six. From there on, they really maintained um, the lead, though. And who? UConn did, right? Yeah, UConn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would think that I – yeah, it just sucks for them. Maryland just couldn't pull through. But anyways, they – UConn won 11 to 8. So they are moving on to the Supers and not Maryland, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of yeah. sucks for them. But I have thoughts on this that will come UConn. later. Okay, okay. Perfect. My thoughts on that will come later <laughs> as we perfect. discuss the Super Regional. Yes. Moving on, Georgia Southern. This was a fun competitive regional. Georgia Southern hosted some teams that we've been talking about consistently in the top 25 all year long. So. They hosted Notre Dame and Texas Tech that were some of the other top 25 teams in it. Notre Dame was very much the standout in it, though. Notre Dame opened up the regional against Texas Tech. They were the two and three seeds in a game that the Irish won three to two. Next, they faced the hosting, Georgia Southern, and they put them down six to four. So then Tech and Georgia Southern played on Sunday in the early game, and Tech eliminated Georgia Southern from their own regional handing them a 3-1 to loss. That's the worst feeling ever in the whole world when you get eliminated from your own regional and you just have people at your field playing on your field to go to. Yeah, Paige and I might know that feeling all too well. (laughs) 2019, the Beavers Regionals. It was so freaking sad. And you know what, though? You know what we did? Instead, we tailgated and we became fans of Michigan. So (laughs) we had to do what we had to do to, like, not be sad because yeah it really freaking sucks it does mm-hmm. yeah. it does it does it did yeah <laughs> um so yeah that energy though it didn't last long for tech they played notre dame on sunday night they lost two to one and notre dame was able to take the regional on sunday and they're going to supers where they will face tennessee so wow. sad to see tech done but we're super excited about having notre dame move on to face such a good tennessee team yeah me too i mean let's see if notre dame can at least put up a fight 
I'll, I, I can't wait to see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, and now we get to give more Super talk. Us. This is such a long one. Supers. This is going to be long, so y'all. You're welcome. We just can't not talk about Supers. I know we, we just can't. talked about all the teams, but don't you want to hear more about yes. all the teams? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Tennessee and Notre Dame. Tell us about it, Paige. Oh, gosh, me again. Okay, Tennessee mm -hmm. has been our number one team since, like, what, April, March? April yeah. for sure. Tony Vitello yeah. obviously has been doing amazing things down there, both, like, for the team and just physically he is beautiful. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jorel Ortega, a DH for Tennessee, was the most outstanding player of their regional. But, of course, as always, the people we've been telling you about, Trey Lipscomb, Drew Gilbert, and Blade Tidwell, they were on it in their regional. They've been on it all year watch them and all the things they do um i yeah. do like tennessee they are kind of some like cocky assholes yeah so that's i'm and i don't love that when it's college no. baseball because i'm like it's fucking college no. baseball literally take a chill pill and chill but yeah. yeah so tennessee though fun times they will face notre dame like we just told you they've been a solid ranked tier team all year under their coach link jarrett they started out ranked pretty high, and Mackenzie and I were like, why are they ranked this high this year? Yeah. But they really <laughs> kind of just found their way in the middle of the pack. They looked really impressed about their regional, and they because they were kind of in the middle of the pack, we haven't talked too much about them, but some people you may want to think about on the Notre Dame team that were so good in their regional and have been pretty good all year are David LaMana, Zach Pajner, Jack Bran Branigan, Ryan Cole, and John Michael Bertrand, who that John Michael Bertrand we have told you all about. But yeah, some fun people with some complicated names to watch what? on Notre Dame. That series will be starting Friday night at 6 p.m. Eastern time, and you can catch it on ESPN2. Beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my Lanta. Okay, well, then number two, Stanford, is going to be hosting UConn. Excited for this one. Series begins Saturday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern time on ESPNU. UConn, one that has been up in our top 25. I haven't really been following them a whole lot. I mean, it, they just, to me, I was like, oh, yeah, because, you know, they kind of mm -hmm. throw random teams in there here and there. But UConn did win the Big East Conference. They're 49-14. and 14. Corey Morton, the DH, <clears throat> against Maryland this weekend, actually went one for four on Monday with a walk, but he's hitting 417. So the dude can hit. Um, and then also Eric Stock, also excellent in left field, hitting 369. So they do have some bats. Sanford, though, on the other hand, even though they're coming off of their Pac-12 win, their regional win, they really struggled against Texas State, though. You know, Texas State put up a fight. So we'll see mm -hmm. how they're going to do going into the Supers. They will be hosting again, obviously. Um, so we'll see. They played pretty decently this year. The Beavs beat them. I will say that. So No, they didn't. Oh. The Beavs did not beat them. No, the Beavs lost to really? them. Oh, maybe, yeah. they won, maybe they won one of the games, and I'm like... The Beavs won one, yeah. The Beavs won one. I was like, no, Beavs <laughs> That's oh, um, so true. But the anyways, Ducks beat them. The Ducks beat Stanford. Oh, maybe that's who I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ducks. Yeah. Sorry, I get my get my teams mixed up. <laughs> I think that Stanford might breeze through this one, and it makes me very sad because I'm not a big like. 
I don't like you Stanford vibe right now yeah, in my life. Um, so I'm hoping, I mean, I'm hoping I mean, UConn. That's what, obviously UConn earned their spot, but I'm kind of right there with you. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like Stanford's just going to like two and done beat them yeah. twice. In there. But we'll see. We have high hopes. Hopefully UConn can put up a fight. Yeah. 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 I just hope that someone eventually actually stomps on Stanford's head. <laughs> just just casually yeah, yeah yeah to put it to put it lightly we just would prefer for that to happen <laughs> oh my lisa i can't yeah Paige is very anti-stanford right now you know what i don't blame her if vandy so would beat the beeves last night oh my i would be so done so i don't know if i could continue on but um anyways to oregon state <laughs> Windy Vandy last night, so they are hosting number 14, Auburn. I'm so excited about this. So, sorry, I had to burp. Um, Oregon State is <laughs> love it. Classic. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna take a little minute to burp. Um, high all year, but has seemed to kind of struggle against teams that are doing well. So they had their series losses to Stanford, Arizona, and UCLA this year. So uh, we're going to hope that, you know, they've regrouped. They've obviously had some lulls and struggled, but I think they're going to pull through. Obviously, they have Jacob Melton, Garrett Forrester, and Wade Meckler. I thought Jake was hitting really well this weekend, too. Jake Ducart, mm-hmm. um, Boyd, oh, my, he's phenomenal. Why can I not think of his – I think his name was, like – Justin. I don't know. Oh, Justin. Justin Boyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Gret also got a home run in last I night's know. game. So the Beavs are hot right now, I think, especially after their win last night and pulling through their regional. They're really going to have, like, that, you know, family mentality, work hard together. So hopefully that's what we see come Friday. Um, Auburn did look pretty good, though, in their regional as well. They had a hard one, too, with UCLA and Florida State in their regional. So I think that they were very competitive. Um, and I think this would be telling for the Beavs. I think it'll be telling for both teams. I obviously Auburn has, isn't Auburn the one who has Sonny Deshara yeah. or Deshara? Yeah. Deshara. Mm-hmm. So it'll be fun to watch, but I think these, I think it's going to be a very competitive super that obviously I hope ends in the Beavers favor, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. It sparks Friday. Oh wait, it begins on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Ignore what I said. But it begins on Saturday on ESPN2. It does. I think the only thing that makes me a little nervous is that, for the Beavs, is that Auburn was able to handle UCLA very well. And the oh, Beavers yeah. really have struggled against UCLA. So yeah. if that has any say in it. But different mm-hmm. approaches, different things. Who knows? Yeah. Virginia Tech is hosting Oklahoma in a series starting Friday at 3 p.m. You can catch it on ESPN2. Virginia Tech, we talked to you a little bit about it, but we kind of breezed over it because they just looked so good. There wasn't much to say. They looked chef's kiss in their regional. So as they move forward, I would keep your eyes on some of their big bats, which are Jack Jack Hurley in left field, Tanner Schobel, the shortstop, and Nick Bittison. They're all hitting over 350 right now. That's three people in their lineup hitting over 350. So the top of their order is fantastic, like doing well. Doing things yeah. for Texas Tech. But they are hosting Oklahoma, and Oklahoma is on a roll. Sometimes, like we've said, it's not who's played well all season. It's who's hot yeah. when you need to be hot, and that's Oklahoma right now. They started the season pretty dead, but they won that Big 12 tournament. They won their 
regional with ease and they've just been so good so yeah that'll be if uh, i if i was virginia tech i would be fearful of oklahoma because like you said mm -hmm. the beginning of the season throughout really never on my radar but mm -hmm. after seeing them compete this weekend and obviously win <clears throat> their conference tournament they seem like they're they're here to win i mean yeah. obviously all teams are but they're definitely gonna compete so yeah should be interesting they definitely look like they are ready to to go. But yeah, they we'll want to go they want to go to Omaha. We'll see. Also, not to sidetrack, but when was the last time Oklahoma even went to Omaha? Um, I don't know, but I feel like it was they've been there in a time that Oregon State was there because Maybe. you know how in left field they put all those teams logos up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all eight. That's totally how I remember like what teams have been there. Like <laughs> I know Louisville was up one time when I was there. I was like, uh -huh. so Louisville's been like in recent history. And so yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of like I'm like, oh wait, what? But yeah. I feel like, like I I not saw. too far away. I don't yeah. know. Um but yeah, and Oklahoma girls softball is playing Texas UT in a Big Twelve World Series of softball this week. So that's what I thought. Are they finally mm -hmm. down to the championship, basically? They are. <clears throat> it's it starting tomorrow. Little oh, Red River rivalry in the World Series. So that's kind of crazy. Love that. Fun. Love it. Right? Yeah. Um, speaking of Texas schools, Texas A&M is hosting Louisville, and that series is starting Friday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time on ESPNU. A&M looked good, and they had a lot of rallies during the regional, and I think that's just kind of their thing. They'll get down. And then they'll just have a hard rally where they'll put up crooked numbers and they'll score so much. And I'm like, wow, okay, we're not down anymore. Yeah. So good for AM. Dylan Rock was amazing both offensively and defensively in their win over TCU on Sunday. So I expect to see his energy just carry into supers. Jack Moss <laughs> obviously will be someone to keep your eyes on over the weekend too because, like I told you, he was – or did I say this? He was the regional MVP, so – he looked really good for oh. A&M, and so I think A&M's going to be okay. I do. I think I have so, too. Things. I think I so, do. too. And obviously, yeah, go A&M. We, we love them. We need them yeah. to win. Uh -huh. And then on the other hand, Louisville, though, they had to win three straight games in their regional after they lost their second game. So Louisville oh, yeah. had a little bit more of a struggle. They had to use more pitching, get like more depth put in this weekend than A&M did. They have had some really good wins this season, but they did drop some really important series over Virginia Tech, Florida State, Pitt, a loss to Wake Forest. So that being said, Louisville obviously plays in a difficult conference. The ACC had nine teams sent to the postseason, but I don't know. I think that yeah. <clears throat> A&M's got it. Hopefully, I my really fingers are crossed. So. I'm going to pray. I don't want to jinx them, I but know. I really think so too. I think they're gonna, yeah, I think they're going to do well. I mean, I think Louisville's a great team. Um, but, yeah, no. We want the Aggies. I want to yeah. see the Aggies. I, I do. I want to see the do. Aggies, baby. Mm-hmm. you got to take the next one, too, because it's Texas. No, you got it. You got okay, it. Are you sure? Yeah, you got okay. it. Paige is our OG Texan now, but with so many Texas teams in – it's so Atlanta. Right. <clears throat> I know, seriously. So, but East Carolina is actually going to host the Super against Texas. So, the 8-9 and nine team. So, yeah. 
We'll see how this goes. Texas was originally our number one team this season. Everybody, do you remember that? It seems like it was literally like a lifetime ago. Way back when. Way back when. Um, they So they kind of struggled this year a little bit. I mean, especially just from being the number one. They even dropped out of our top 25 at one point. Mm -hmm. So, but we did see a shift in Texas when they lost a midweek game to Texas State, of all people. Um, <laughs> and so Texas still has been very competitive, though, um, this season. And after, in the Big 12 tournament, they came in second behind Oklahoma. Love to see it. Uh, names to watch, though, going into the Super Regionals are Skyler Messenger. 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 I was like, yeah. do I go with a hard G or the J? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. It's, it's pretty much the same people, like, I've been, like, oh, going yeah, over yeah, all yeah. Year, but Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ivan Melendez, which I should say Skyler, he was the regional MVP, BTW. Mm -hmm. um, Ivan Melendez, Trey Faltine, Murphy Faltini. Stelly. Faltini. Faltini. Okay. Yeah, they okay, got some okay. crazy names. My Atlanta. <laughs> I feel Murphy like that's got to be like French. Faltini. I know. Italian. Italian. Oh, yeah. Italian. Faltine. Also, I like <laughs> Murphy Stelly. That's just like a... Mm -hmm. That's that's a good one. Murphy Stelly. Mm -hmm. Love to hear it. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Campbell and Austin Todd. Um, on the mound, like we've told you. Uh, uh, shouldn't say state. Who's like, Paige, I'm trying to throw in another no. Texas team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so depressed I can't get over that. <laughs> she just, she she's like, Texas State, I just want to throw it in there one more time. Anyways, though, on the mound for Texas, um, many preseason All-Americans. So they're doing great. Getting honors from the regional last weekend was Tristan Stevens, who has been the day two Saturday pitcher this year for UT. So Texas coming in hot. Um, but East Carolina, they won the American Athletic Conference, and they've been pretty solid. So they've been a part of our top 25 throughout this whole season, basically. Lane Hoover led the American Athletic Conference going into the postseason, hitting 354. Zach Agnos does it all on both sides of the ball. He's been amazing <laughs> offensively, but also great in the infield and can even come in to pitch for East Carolina, which is cray-cray. Mm -hmm. So this one I feel like is very evenly matched in a way. They're teams that kind of like Texas obviously had some rough patches, but is still a great um, team and then East Carolina that's always they are always a pretty good baseball school have mm -hmm. stayed up in our top 25 the whole time but kind of sitting right there in the middle of the pack so should be a good one and their series is starting on Friday on ESPN 2 yeah I do I was watching the ECU in Coastal Carolina game yesterday and yeah. Zach Agnos came in to close out the game for East Carolina and or for yeah for East Carolina not Coastal and I will say that they were up quite a bit, so he didn't have, like, too much to stress over. But you could mm -hmm. just tell, like, he was smiling, he was having fun, and he was really taking in the moment, and I think that's so Good. important. So Good. I just made my heart happy for for him. Yeah. I think it's important to live in the moment, you know, and Absolutely. cherish, cherish those fun. big things. Yes. Yeah. Number 10, North Carolina is hosting Arkansas on a series beginning Saturday at 11 a.m. North Carolina came into the top 25 a little later this season. They were kind of in and out. They won the ACC tournament over NC State. Flashback to a week ago. <laughs> but one player that has been fun to watch is Angel Zarate. And something for you to look for this weekend is he's looking to get his 100th hit this season. He got to 99 over the weekend. 
He will be the 11th player in UNC history to get 100 hits in a season if he can do it next weekend, which Love. I, have faith. I have faith that he can do that. Yes. Um, and then on the other side of that, Arkansas is coming off that win in Stillwater. They just looked like the best team, like, all around. They looked like the best team in Stillwater. Arkansas started to kind of die off at the end of the season we talked about, but they look like it's a brand new season and that they're ready to make their their way through. Pitching for Arkansas also has been solid with Connor Nolan and Hagan Smith, so I'm sure we will see those two people in the first two games in North Carolina. So I think this one's going to be very competitive. I think this is going to be a good one. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. yeah. should be great. Um, our last but not least, the Mississippis, baby, um, number 11, <laughs> Southern Mississippi, will host Ole Miss, which is just so crazy to me. I feel like Ole Miss, I just see them as, like, the higher-ranked team or the better team, mm-hmm. and that might just be because that's who I want to win this game. I don't know. Um, so anyway, Southern Mississippi is going to be hosting. So in-state regional, love to see it, little rivalry, um, Southern Miss will host Ole Miss, who was a three seed in the Miami Regional. Ole Miss was hot. Um, they were hot a little bit this season, though. We They were ranked one, but that was like one week, right, Paige? Like, that to me yeah, it was like one or two yeah. weeks. It did not last. Yeah, and they quickly fell out of that spot, and they also even dropped out of the top 25. So they weren't – they were just like kind of really back and forth this season, but they seem to be mm-hmm. hot now. So – they battled through, stayed relevant. Um, I think they're obviously going to be coming in hot to this weekend's series. They looked really good in their last regional game, winning 22-6 to over Arizona. And we all know Arizona is a great team, too. So, mm-hmm. good for Ole Miss. Southern Mississippi, they've been solid, ranked in the top 25. Basically, I guess not our whole season, but the back end, at least, they were up in the top 25 the whole time. They won their conference, lost the conference USA uh, championship, though, which Louisiana actually won. But so two pretty great teams. Um, Like I said, I'm going for Ole Miss on this one. What do you think, Paige? Yeah. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Rebels. Let's see it. Right? They're the Rebels? Yes, I am. Maybe. I have no clue. I'm going to roll with that and just believe you because yellow. I don't know. Well, anyway. (laughs) That's a wrap. Can't That's wait to see wrap, what happens y'all. in the Supers. I'm going crazy. I literally, Paige, have a fun night. I'm literally headed to Boston tomorrow for my little sister's graduation. What the hell is going so on? Crazy. I don't even know. Paige and I are three years graduated at this point. That's just psychotic for me to even think about. Mm, but anyways, yeah. that's a wrap. We'll keep y'all updated um, over the weekend. Enjoy watching the Supers, baby. Yes, have fun. Be blessed.